Hey guys, welcome back to Divine Healing by D. Today I have Alan David Reed and Tani Wolf from Australia. They'll be promoting their new book, Introducing the Ten Terrains of Consciousness, Understand Yourself, Other People, and Our World. Uh, so the terrain of consciousness is basically how we see the world through a very distinctive lens or filter and by this it impacts everything we perceive believe experience and do and with that it explains what's truly going on beneath the surface of human behavior and human civilization and the model establishes the 10 different fundamental paradigms that are unfolding in our world and the vast implications for this discovery so the 10 terrains maps our personal and societal evolution from the most basic fear-based survival consciousness to the most expanded love-based unity consciousness which allows for a continuum of growth and expansion and without any judgment about one stage being better than another so according to reed and wolf your terrain of consciousness is the perceptual lens through which you view the world it governs the fundamental way you interface with life and therefore creates the way you think your worldview your beliefs your values your behavior and all your actions it's your core operating system so this model helps you understand yourself better and by discovering which terrain you are right now you can understand why you see the world the way you do why you live in the kind of lifestyle you do why you have that kind of job why you hold the values and beliefs you do why you're facing the challenges you're facing and why are you making the choices you are making You'll learn the specific lessons and gifts of the stage of your evolutionary journey. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode. This was new for me, and I'm really excited for you guys to hear it and learn about your terrain. Well, hello, everyone. My name is Alan David Reed, and I'm one of the co-creators of the 10 Terrains of Consciousness. <clears throat> and um, yeah, we're very excited to share with you this work uh, this morning, this afternoon, I guess, in your <laughs> neck of the woods. And yes. um, <clears throat> my background to come into this work has been um, a long journey of, of the study of the sciences and the mysteries uh, throughout my life. Uh, came in as a child to basically be awakened in the forest when I was growing up and uh, got moved into the city when I was younger and from that point on, I realized how disconnected we are from, from ourselves and from nature and really from our hearts and from our spirits. And so it's been a lifelong quest uh, that's taken me through, through many different schools of learning. Uh, when Tani and I met, uh, we started inquiring even more deeply with her background, uh, as she'll explain in a minute. And uh, it just evolved that this work wanted to be born between us. And uh, we're happy to share it with you this morning. Thank you so much for coming on. <laughs> and hi, everybody. I'm Tani Wolf, Ellen's colleague. And together we've created this body of work called the Ten Terrains of Consciousness. And we're really excited. We're really excited to share it with you today. Um, you heard Alan's background. He's, he's had a background as a scientist and a mystic. And uh, I've had a quite a different background. My journey has been very much through the interpersonal, through trying to understand human beings and psychology and personality types and spirituality and personal growth and family dynamics and relationship dynamics and so when Alan and I came together when we first met which was many years ago we found ourselves in these conversations where we were asking the question over and over 
you know, what is underneath the differences between people? Why do people see the world so differently from each other? And because he's such a big picture, visionary, scientific thinker, and I'm such a sort of interpersonal, <laughs> human-focused thinker, our two brains are so opposite that when we came together to ask the same question, we got quite a complete answer. And the 10 terrains of consciousness model basically maps out, I guess you could call them the different paradigms on the planet, the different ways people see reality at different points in their evolutionary and spiritual journey, the different ways people see the world. You could almost think of them as 10 different operating systems. Basically, you know, if you're at one particular terrain, it's going to create all the beliefs you have, the choices you make, the kind of career you're going to want to do, the kinds of people you're going to want to hang out with. So it's really helpful to know which terrain you're at and then to be able to meet other people at the same terrain because you'll actually have a lot in common with them at a very deep, deep place, much deeper than things like personality type and beliefs. That's fascinating. I just had a, I had a something that just popped up in my head. Is there such thing as a masculine, more masculine or more feminine terrain? Because when I think about how people operate, I see certain, for example, women who operate from a more masculine kind of sense. And then I have a lot of, I can see a lot of men who operate from a more feminine kind of area. So I was just wondering, is there more feminine or more masculine types of terrain or it does it's not it can't be applied to that well yes actually if you look at our book uh the 10 mm -hmm. terrains of consciousness uh we have some tables in the back there where we show how the terrains alternate between feminine and masculine and collective and individual and so what we have to look at is what it means to be feminine in a sense mm -hmm. and what it means to be masculine. And in the sense of, of the spiritual context of masculine, it's more to be more projective. Yeah. And in the, in, in the feminine, it's to be more receptive. So in the terrains that are collective, they're more of a collective receptive quality. And the others that are individuated, individuated or, or individual tend mm -hmm. to, to be more masculine because the you know, the, the self is, is coming forward more through that. So what we have now in our Western world at the reflection-based terrain diamond, a lot of women, because it's a masculine terrain, is what, what happens is, you know, our environment, until we become masters of our environment, our environment's creating us. And so our, our culture and just the, just the whole energy of, of the environment around us is, is informing who we become. So these women that are in masculine terrains are having their masculine brought forward. And that is causing them a lot of health issues because it's mm -hmm. going counter to their, to their, their anatomy and, and effectively uh, causing a lot of you know, uh, issues with, with women's health these days. Uh, and in reverse to that, there's, there's certain terrains that are more collective and feminine and, and men that are deeply in those terrains for their learning at this point uh, do tend to have the feminine being brought forward so that in this time, it's like there's a lot of evolution for the, the feminine to come out of the masculine and the masculine to come out of the feminine so that we really can be balanced in our inner feminine and our inner masculine both. But what I also would say about that is each terrain, if those of you um, who are listening jump onto our website, 10terrains.com, you'll see the, the pictures of the 10 different terrains because we've given them each symbols so you can follow along with what we're talking about. Each terrain is slightly more expanded in its awareness and its perception than the previous one. So if you look at a terrain like the will-based terrain pyramid, that is an individual-focused 
slightly more masculine energy terrain than the one after at the order-based terrain square, which is a little bit more of a collective focus, more feminine energy. And then mm. the terrain after that, the reflection-based terrain diamond is once again a more individual focused masculine energy terrain, but each of them is more expanded than the previous. So they express that very differently. So for example, someone at the will-based terrain pyramid, their expression of the masculine is, is the, the idea of will and dominance and domination. It's actually a fairly unhealthy expression of the masculine. Absolutely. Um, having power over other people, acquiring wealth and um, positioning in society so that you can control and dominate, manipulate others. That's a, what we would probably call not, not such a healthy expression of the masculine, but it is a pure expression of the masculine. Whereas the next iteration up, like the next expanded ring out from that is two terrains up from that, the reflection-based terrain diamond. The expression of that masculine energy, and by the way, we're not talking about male and female, we're talking about masculine energy. Yin, you could think of it as yang energy versus yin energy. Right. The energy at diamond of the of the yang is very much about making things happen and manifesting and innovation and vision and you know overthrowing the system and new ideas. And, and, and but that's also masculine energy, but it's a very different flavor of masculine energy. And then the next terrain that's masculine, just two terrains beyond that, the coherence-based terrain spiral. That expression of the masculine energy is very much about taking self-responsibility in every moment quite rigorously for the reality that you're creating moment by moment and being very self-responsible and very aware of how you're holding your energy and focusing very deeply on your inner coherence on all levels of your being. So you can see how they're all very, very different expressions right. of the masculine. And it's, it's the same with the feminine energy terrains. They, they also are very different as you go along the continuum. So, for example, we have... The faith-based terrain radial, which is feminine in the sense that someone at this terrain is completely giving their power away to something outside themselves. Like this is like fundamentalist religious people. So that, that's feminine energy because it's, it's disempowered feminine energy. And then the next iteration up from that, two terrains up from that, the order-based terrain square, this is also a feminine energy terrain in the sense that people will set aside their their own personal interest to be a part of participating member in society and to serve the common good and to cooperate with the consensus reality. And that is feminine energy because it's not like imposing your will on the system. It's participating in the system. It's being receptive to the mm. rules and orders coming from authority. <laughs> and then the next feminine energy terrain, two terrains up from that, the connection-based terrain circle, that's very much a deep connection into the body and into the heart and into community and into the earth and collaboration and 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 that's where you start to see more feminine uh feminine systems coming in feminine economic systems feminine leadership systems it's just very very um vul vulnerability is very much applauded and you know so you can see how they're they're all different versions of the masculine and different versions of the feminine but th this is nothing to do with men and women by the way right men can have feminine energy Women Absolutely. can have masculine energy. This is just the, the two primal yin and yang energies on the planet. And we very rarely talk about this because it's quite a subtle aspect of the Ten Terrains model. It's not like the main thing people know. But because you've asked it, it was just a chance to explain that. So thank you I, for asking I it. had to. It just came up. It was like something was driving me to ask this. But yeah. I, I was wondering, for, for circles, could you say um, more healers could be circles? What? What terrain do you think more like healers or mystics would be? Is there well, one? Honest, 
honestly, you can be a healer or a mystic in any terrain, because mm-hmm. it, but it, it will be very different how you will go about that. Ah, okay. So, you sense. know, yeah, it's, it's, it's like any profession can be done from any terrain, but it will be done right. in a very different way. People have psychic powers at all terrains. People are, have Absolutely. access to that part of themselves at all terrains. But it will express itself differently. Like a healer at Circle will probably be drawn to more natural kinds of healing, mm. earth-based healing, working with emotions, you know, a healer at Spiral, the coherence-based terrain may be more drawn to sound healing or energetic healing or past life regression, things like that, but not necessarily because there are lots of people at Square and Diamond also working with those things, but they're coming from a different place. Like but, me. But, yeah, like you, exactly. And there are people at all the terrains doing all of it, but they'll just be coming from a slightly different place. I see. So a square, what would you say? A square could be coming from energy, they could be going the energy route, more focus on people's energy and connecting to their bodies. Does that make sense? Well, a person at Square usually, and there are a lot more people at Square now who are exploring spirituality and have a lot mm. of knowledge and skills in the spiritual area. But it's really about your fundamental relationship to reality. It's about what makes you feel safe. So if, if, you, gen- if you genuinely are at Square, and you know it's usually mm-hmm. a journey, people do our quiz, they sit with it for a while and they feel is this accurate did I get the right result but if someone is actually at square they really are wanting to participate in the mainstream society in in the sense of being an upstanding member of society contributing to the collective you know doing good serving um it's quite a selfless terrain and they're very much believing the consensus reality they they tend to feel comfortable following authority they tend to feel comfortable um, being part of the systems, but they're not so much about overthrowing the government or overthrowing oh, the system. Or... Absolutely, that's not that's not something I think yeah. about. <laughs> yeah, and so their spirituality will be when they if someone at Square is a spiritual teacher or a spiritual healer, that their stuff will be quite palatable for mainstream people. Like mainstream people will probably feel comfortable working with them because their fundamental so terrain good. is very similar. Whereas if someone's coming, say, from Spiral or Torrid as a spiritual teacher and a more mainstream people t- person turns up, they might not really understand anything coming out of their mouth because the way they're teaching it and explaining it is from such a different place of awareness that, that the, the sort of average person coming might not follow it. So if you're a spiritual healer at Square right. or at Diamond, which is more where most mainstream people will be, okay. actually you probably find it a lot easier to explain what you do to people because you're already in the same kind of listening as them. Yes, you know, you're, you're about how can I serve? How can I be an upstanding member of society? I'm not interested in overthrowing society. I want to do good. You know, I just want to, I want to have security. I want to have financial security. And and you can relate to that about people. And even though you're using a spiritual approach to achieve that, you can understand that in people. Whereas people at some of the other terrains, say someone at Spiral or Toroid, they're no longer even focusing on financial security. Things like that are are not really interesting to them. They're not, they're not, they don't have that need anymore at that point in their journey. So it's really beautiful and interesting that there are people doing all kinds of work at all terrains, but they're coming from different places. Wow. Uh, yes, yeah, so, you know, as Tani's mentioning, the, mm-hmm. the the languaging is really important here because each each per, each person at each terrain is listening um, with a different set of ears. Yes. Because, and and looking at the world with a different colored set of glasses, and so because of that, there's there's different words that are used, different languaging, different memetics, and so if you're looking to relate with with groups of people that that can get you you need to be languaging and talking in a way that they can get you and if you're working with people that are more uh in the 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 emerging spiritual community in the mainstream and in in society 
they you'll right. be able to readily talk to each other whereas someone that's really very expanded as a mystic which and you did ask about mystics and their terrains tend to be yes. quite expanded uh you know they they oftentimes have trouble really kind of coming down from the mountaintop and communicating what they're seeing and and you know experiencing to the average person because that person doesn't really have any any grounding or any foundation to 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 get what's what's being communicated so there's there's a real need in this time to essentially bring this information from the mountain absolutely down absolutely. down to the people and and what we're we're doing with this ten terrains model is a is a a map of that uh, what it looks like from the mountaintop, but in a languaging and in a way that can then bring it to where people uh, can like yourself can, can communicate with others and and speak with them uh, on the ground and in a way that they can feel safe because again yeah. like Tony said this is around feeling safe each we're eat, we're at each terrain because of what we need to feel safe and it's around really our our a bundle of charge in our in our energy in our quantum energy field it's 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 the qualities of our values and beliefs and traumas and all the things that make us up that that hold a charge that that when life comes at us, how we respond to life or react to life and the challenges we're facing really indicates where we're seeing the world from. And, and, and we're always reacting from trying to be safe. And so uh, someone at Square is is feeling safety when there's a society that's functioning and things are civil and there's civil order and law and order and things are really working as mm -hmm. they're designed. And, uh, you know, if the systems are not corrupted and they're functioning as they're to be, as designed to be, then then it can be an absolutely <clears throat> beautiful, you know, yes, look yes. at Greece, you know, ancient Greece and, you know, the Parthenon, all the things that were created there. There was, there's, uh, you know, a lot of beauty that was created in that order, you know, so there's, there's beauty everywhere. It's just a matter of how it's looking to express itself. And one of, one of the things that I should probably explain for people who are listening, um, mm -hmm. and by the way, if you also, I mean, Davina's done our quiz, um, if you want to also do your quiz and find out which terrain you're at, just go to 10terrains.com and you'll see there you can do the quiz. It only takes a few minutes and it's actually quite a fun thing to do. It's fun. Well, yeah, I, really it's enjoy, really I enjoyed fun. it. And I, I have to say, didn't mean to cut you off, but I had to say that when I was taking it, I would go back to like the other answer for a second. And I'd say, wow, this is something that I would probably have answered um, months ago, years ago. And it kind of made me realize how much growth I've mm. endured, especially since starting this podcast and meeting and speaking to so many different minds. And it, it was it was great. I really I enjoyed taking the quiz and I'm sure everybody's gonna enjoy it too. Oh, that's beautiful. Thanks for saying that. You've actually of just course. hit on me. You've just tuned into the exact thing I was about to say because I was actually <laughs> about to talk about how a person can shift from one terrain to the next. Yes. So if someone's yes. at square now, they may have been at pyramid five years ago, 10 years ago. If someone's at diamond now, they may have been at square five, 10, 15, 20 years ago or in their childhood, you know, and some right. people, some people's journey in life requires them to stay at the same terrain their whole life to really go deeply into that playground and learn and explore mm. and grow and do it's their karma. lessons. <laughs> it's their karma. It's, it's also what they're here to contribute. Like Abraham Lincoln was at square, the order based terrain. We needed him there to end slavery. That couldn't have been done uh, from pyramid or diamond so absolutely not. you know they needed the order he they needed, needed the order. order and 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 also square is often in reaction to pyramids so pyramid is all about you know 
um, taking power and domination, exploitation. So it's usually someone at Square who cool. will stop that and put an end to that. So um, that makes me up- feel cool. Yeah, you're cool. <laughs> <laughs> Every, and also, all these terrains are equally important. They're all equally needed yes. in society. I remember then, you saying it in the video. I'm like, yeah. I have to keep that in mind. We're yeah. all we're all the same. We're, we're all, the, all same. the same. We're all we are all at our core yeah. of at the one infinite consciousness. The only thing that's separating us or, or keeping us at mm-hmm. these terrains is all of our conditioning and our charge and our wounding and our past lives. It keeps us at a certain point in this continuum. And as we heal and expand, we can shift. And so as I was saying, some people might not shift at all. Other mm-hmm. people might shift one, two, or three terrains over the course of their lifetime. But the thing that's important for your listeners to know is a sign that you're having a massive terrain, sh- that you're having a terrain shift is that big things are changing in your life. Like let's say yes. you've had a major death in the family or a divorce or a crisis in your career and you start to go, I don't see the world the same way anymore. My values have wow. changed. Like I don't resonate with the same people. I don't want to do the same work. Yes. And that's, that's often when we have people coming to our website and doing the quiz because somebody's told them maybe you're having a terrain shift and they, and they suddenly go, oh, my God, I've moved from square to diamond or, or whatever. Wow. And they're like, oh, that explains <laughs> so much. Now I understand. And then they feel better about where they're at. They don't feel so confused and bewildered. And from that new place, you know, we, we have a report. It's like a 40-page report people get when they mm-hmm. do the quiz and it gives them some information about what they might expect now in this new terrain, how life might show up differently, the kinds of challenges they may face, the kind of gifts, the kind of, you know, things that they're now here to contribute to the world from this new place. Because when you're in a different terrain, you know, different things are asked of you by the collective to contribute because the contribution at each terrain is quite different. So, yeah, if anyone's listening who feels that they've had big change in their life or like they look back and they go I'm so different than how I used to be it's possible you've had a terrain shift wow that is so fascinating oh and what Alan said before about um health and how once you connect to your terrain you could actually realize why you have like certain like health issues and how I feel like that needs to be um talked about more because right now everybody is worried about their health Mm -hmm. they're looking into making improvements changes and i think when they discover their terrain and realize hey certain behaviors i have are probably not great for my health then it'll take they'll take more steps in their lives in other areas they can do other healing modalities anything else to just improve their life and i think by just bringing that out more would be great and i'm really gonna tell people like after how this not just this i think other things can connect to um healing in your body and energy and i really think that um this is something i can really just implicate in my practice with my clients when i see them and talk about and just encourage them really to take this quiz and how it could really help them with their health and just understanding things so i think that's a great point that alan mentioned yeah, well, health, if I, if I may just expand on what you're saying. Sure, yes, please you know, do. We, we have at each terrain uh, um, a, a set of modalities that are, are really key to that terrain because each terrain's perception is going to, I guess I'll say it this way, I'll back up and say it this way. In, in our healing, all of our healing is done from within. Mm-hmm. And anything that we use external to us is really... Um, in some sense, you could call it a placebo, you could call it a, 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 a support system or facilitation, mm-hmm. but truly all of our healing is from within. And as you move across the continuum and the more expanded you become in this awareness, you realize how you are truly the one responsible for your healing yourself. 
and and you're really looking deeply at your beliefs and um, and and how you might have been causing the the distress and the disease in the first place. Wow. At other terrains, you may not yet be ready to fully step into the fact that I've created everything, and so I've also created my my illness. But you will be looking to. Um, support that healing journey uh, with something that really would resonate with you. And so that's important to know that's like, for example, Tony mentioned a spiral energy. Um, mm -hmm. uh, you can have energy medicine uh, for someone that is say at pyramid, it's not going to really be effective because their mind is going to reject it out of hand. It's going to be, it's going to, they're going to see it as completely um, crazy. Yeah, they're they're going to, they're going to look for something that's, uh, that really would be more of a, of, of an imposition of will over their body. And, and that's what they're going to respond to is as crazy as that may sound. So it's, you know, each terrain's looking for that healing modality which which really speaks to it at uh diamond you're dealing with mental intentions mm. and uh and and imagination and, and, and doing cutting edge cutting edge hacking cutting edge. edge you know yeah. health hacking uh uh it, it, at the order based train you're really looking more at the science based uh evidence based type healing uh what the medical professions typically are researching so, you know, each one, you're going to respond differently. So it's, it's important to know your terrain and then to know what healing is appropriate within that terrain to get the best response. And, and COVID certainly has been bringing this to the surface for everyone. It's, it's brought oh, health yes. really to the, fore, to the forefront for all of us. We've actually done quite an interesting series of videos on YouTube for anyone who's interested in this um, about how each different terrain is responding and reacting to the coronavirus situation. That's because we, know, we noticed that people were getting so, in our own community, we noticed people in such big arguments <clears throat> about should they wear masks, shouldn't they wear masks. You know, should they do this? Shouldn't they do this? And we realized that a lot of it was not just coming from their personality types and their, their cultural values, but actually coming from their terrain, that the, the different oh, wow. terrains inherently going to respond very differently to this kind of situation where the government is making rules and telling everyone to do certain, you know, go into lockdown or whatever. And we've really seen um, the differences in how the different terrains are responding. So we made a really interesting series of videos. We did a video for each terrain showing how that particular terrain I'm going to check that out. Yeah, <laughs> now, so guys, go and check out YouTube. And we're going to keep doing a few more on this. So make sure to subscribe to the channel because we're just really excited at the moment because we feel like this this situation is so so intense and yes. it's making it's it's bringing everybody's stuff up and it's triggering everybody at each terrain. Every no one is escaping this. Everyone is being triggered by it, but everybody's being triggered in very different ways. Because right. whatever whatever point they're at in their journey, that's the stuff that's coming up for them. So if someone's at diamond and they're in the process, the reflection-based terrain, and they're in the process of shifting to circle, the connection-based terrain, and they've come come from a life of doing and creating and manifesting and trying to make things happen, overthrow the system, and then they're starting to shift into circle, which is a terrain of quiet and inner peace and not much doing, and identity has dropped away, and they're in service to their community connectedness. And suddenly they're in lockdown. That's actually for them facilitating that shift from doing into being and from outer into inner. So for some people, this lockdown has actually been accelerating them on their path in a really gentle, easy way. But for other people, it's been a total nightmare. Like, like right. a lot of people, a lot of people at, at the order-based terrain square who are used to having a regular income and a stable employment um, yeah. and who are not really that comfortable with uncertainty, their whole world has been rocked and they're in greater people right now. So 
but they're more likely to comply with the rules and actually care for their fellow members of society and wear a mask and, and comply with the lockdown. So someone at Pyramid is unlikely to do any of that because they don't care about anyone other than their own family. I was just going to ask. They're going to hoard at the supermarket and steal all, and hoard all the toilet paper. And make, they don't care. Like yeah. they're just about their own self-interest. But it's okay because there's a reason why they're that way. I mean, it's, it's not for us to judge them. They're at a certain point in their journey and their sense of safety comes from feeling like they have power. And, and, and right over their own sovereignty, over their own life. You know, they want to feel they're in charge of their own destiny. They don't want to cede their destiny to the greater needs of society at that point in their journey. Yeah, so you could say pyramids are the ones who probably don't like to wear the mask, right? <laughs> well, they would certainly be... They're one of the groups. They're one of the groups. One of the groups. They'd be reacting. And I, I want to just add that there's... There's with these continuum of terrains, five that are really sourcing from outside and five that are sourcing from from within. Mm -hmm. And so with the outer sourcing terrains, you would be looking at some some support for COVID from outside yourself. Uh, typically, vaccination is one area that's just that's lent, you know, leaned on when you're when you're really looking at your ability of your own immune system. Uh, from from an inner source perspective, you realize that you actually have a lot of power that um, is is really, and I would say, many ways superior to anything that could come from without yourself. So, mm -hmm. you know, that's that's where we're seeing a lot of um, friction happening right now too to this debate because people are there. Really, some feel that well, I, I need this um, this support from without myself, and others feel like well, no, I think I can I can really beef up my immune system and, and take lots of good nutrition and rest and sunlight and breath and all of that. And, uh, and, and actually, uh, you know, be quite strong from, from that perspective. And so. also one of the things we're seeing is at the reflection based terrain diamond, which is the terrain after square and before circle, this is the terrain of innovation and original thinking and pushing over the envelope and expanding and everything. A lot of those mm -hmm. people are very much, um, past the point of obeying authority they're not interested in obeying authority this is the point in someone's journey where they're very much questioning authority and they're questioning the official narrative and this is when we see thousands of different youtube channels with every version of truth you know and everyone's oh, questioning everything yeah. so at diamond not everyone at diamond but some people at diamond are very questioning everything and then they're also the ones maybe not wanting to wear masks and stuff because they're not necessarily going to conform, conform with government edicts it's not from the same place someone at pyramid does it at pyramid it's like right I don't care what the government tells me. I'm doing whatever I want. No one's going to control me. That's a very sort of angry victim view of it. At Diamond, it's more like, hmm, is this actually true what I'm being told? Let me question it. Let me right. look deeper. And so both of them may end up making the same decision to wear a mask or not wear a mask, but it's coming from a very different place. Whereas someone at Square and probably also at Circle is more likely to comply because they're more focused on keeping the community safe and the collective safe. It's more a collective-focused terrain. And at Square, people feel very safe in believing what their government tells them. They tend to be very trusting of the government, so they're more likely to comply. And at Circle, people are very focused on protecting the vulnerable members of society, the children. So if they feel that there's a choice they can make that will help protect the earth or help protect the vulnerable members of society, they may take that. So you can see how people's decisions can be similar to each other, but for a totally different reason. And that's what's interesting. I see. It's all interesting when you, I just, I'm connecting so much to a square and I'm actually like going through 
my family members and friends and saying, Oh, she's a diamond. She's probably a square like me. He's the, it's, it's great. It'll help you understand people better, which I love, but I wanted to, I wanted to ask when you speak to people about, um, this, what's like the biggest misconception that they reply back to you about it? Uh, The biggest, the biggest one that people come back thinking we're judging them and that we're putting Mm -hmm. them into like a hierarchy or levels and okay. that, you know, if, if you're more, if you're at, at unity based terrain infinity, that you're, you're better than someone that's, you know, below you or whatever. And that's completely fallacious uh, because these are actually uh, equal across there. It's a holographic system and it's, and, and you have to really understand it deeply to understand that, that there are no levels here at all. There is no judgment at all. It's, it's right. really, uh, it, it's looking at how you're seeing things. And it's really an expansion of awareness of this one consciousness we already are. And so what really what we're, we're teaching here is that there is already, and physics is now coming to finally learn what the, the mystics have been saying all along, there is, this is a self-aware universe. And yes. the degree to which you are connected into and, and communicating with that self-aware universe that you already are then that's really where you're kind of sitting along this continuum. And so it's a, it's a process of expansion of awareness. And uh, in a, it's really nothing more than that. And I mean, it's a kind of similar analogy would be to talk about someone's age. Like it's not necessarily better mm-hmm. to be 35 or 33. Like they're right. just different. They're just different points in someone's journey. And someone might come back in the next lifetime and continue their journey on or you know, you, you might have a really expanded being, an ascended master who chooses to come in at radial or pyramid to, to make some contribution to society that no one else really mm-hmm. wants to play that role because it's not a very liked role, but someone has right. to do it for the greater learning of the whole community. And the thing is, we are a collective. And if you look at this from the perspective yes. of the fractal-based terrain toroid, toroid is um, the eighth terrain, and that terrain is very much looking at the entire play of the collective field for the highest good of all. And if someone was at toroid looking at our planet, they would see that the people at Pyramid are just as important to the growth on this planet as the people at Square or Diamond or Circle or Spiral, and they would see the people at Radial are too, because everybody's playing a part. So, for example, often people make the choices they make in response or reaction to someone at radial or pyramid that's pushing their buttons or doing something they don't like. And then they're, they're given the opportunity to feel into their own values and make their own choice and choose the path they want to go to. If everything's all lovely and happy in the world, there wouldn't be that much growth. So from exactly. the perspective of toroid, we can see that everybody's role is important. They're just not all equally liked. But the yes. other misconception I would say is mm-hmm. that often people think, <clears throat> oh, I just really want to get to the infinity, to u- the unity-based terrain and be at infinity and be an enlightened being. It just sounds so much fun. Right. I want to like be a there. Like, like they read our book aura. and they're like, how can I get to infinity? How can I jump three terrains and get to infinity? But the right. thing is, the people who are actually at infinity would tell you it's not such a fun place to fun. be. I mean, right. you are fully responsible in every second for what's showing up in your reality. You have to oh take constant responsibility to come back to love, to not get triggered, to always stay in a place of love, to stay in a place of non-judgment, no matter what's happening. If a bullet's coming at you, to allow it to come at you without flinching. Like, this is not easy stuff. 
Right. And this is the work that they are playing with. This is the stuff that they're learning at that terrain. So it's just as difficult and just as challenging as the stuff that everyone's learning at the previous terrains. It's just different. Yeah, but we have this kind of romanticized view that la, la, la. Because deep down, someone at Torrid or Infinity does have a deeper pool of joy that they can access. And they are, they are tending to live in a neutral place more than others. And so they do have a well of peace that they can tap into much more easily. But at the same time, there's still a lot of work they're doing. It's not a free ride. <laughs> right. I didn't ask the most obvious question. What What are your terrains? <laughs> yeah. um, Alan's been on a big ride through the I've been, on a, I've been on a journey from, wow. in fact, my, my human design really pointed this out to me, that my life purpose uh, was to to move across this continuum of terrains and I've uh, come in with a, a pyramid father and a square mother and uh, settled at square when I was a child and through my life evolution I have moved across this continuum now to uh, the unity-based terrain and uh, and that's given me the perspective to really understand this work and to understand what I've been taught throughout my life by all of the mystics before me and all of the, wow. the sciences I've studied, the ancient sciences, and so it's now a very clear picture to me, uh, having basically lived it and walked it myself. Yeah, That's and great. similarly to me, I, I, I've, I started my life out at Diamond. I spent many, many, many years there. And, mm -hmm. um, but the, the setup that I came into in my childhood was I had a father at Square and a mother who moved from Diamond to Circle to Spiral. And, of course, I didn't understand any of this back then, but I just remember seeing the, the differences between my parents were so dramatic. Like, like a, a, a story I always tell is that one day the remote control wasn't working and my mum picked it up, the TV remote control, and she said, I can't get this to work because I can't relate to 3D matter today. <laughs> <You know>? And <laughs> my father said, I can't get it to work because it needs new batteries. And that was like my childhood. Right. And so I was always trying to understand these differences. And then, you know, I had a huge long health crisis where I was almost crippled with chronic pain for many years. And, and that, that oh forced me to have to give up all my work and all my identity, all my sense of self and everything I'd ever done in the outside world and just not be able to really walk. And that journey moved me from diamond to circle. And then over the years, as I tried to heal all the deep work I had to do on myself, it slowly shifted me to spiral. And when I started working on the 10 terrains, I was at spiral, but I kind of had a knowing that at some point I'm probably going to shift to Torah to be able to teach this material because it's actually very right. hard to teach this material until you have a sense of the collective playing out of all the terrains. And, it, and, and it's exactly what happened. Something big happened in my life and I slowly over a period of time shifted from spiral to Torah. And, and it definitely has helped to be able to see this model really in its in its deepest truth to be at that terrain because the, the torrid is a terrain where to be. yeah torrid is a terrain where you have to where, where you really see the highest good of the collective unfolding and you see everything in a much bigger picture and it's definitely it definitely dramatically changed how i was showing up even in teaching this work which i had glimpses of when i was at spiral but it's like you can have glimpses yeah. you can have glimpses of ideas of things before you're at that terrain you can have a mental understanding of them but once you actually shift to that terrain, it becomes a really embodied understanding of them. Like it becomes real, a deep knowing and you don't have to think about right. it with your mind. It's just, it just is how you see the world. So it's interesting for your listeners who are, if they're spiritual seekers, maybe at Square or at Diamond, yes. a lot of people listening may be a spiritual seeker at Square or at Diamond and may have done lots of, read lots of great books and gone to ashrams and done lots of meditations or taken ayahuasca or done all <laughs> these spiritually opening things. And you've had glimpses at times of what life might feel like at Spiral or Torrid or Infinity. And it's given you a window into that. 
And perhaps one day it may be your life journey to actually be at that terrain and live there full time. But that's why the, the spiritual journey is such a rich one. It's so exciting because you can still be at one terrain Absolutely. and have glimpses of other experiences and it can really open you and be really profound. And I, I connect to that definitely. Yeah, and I think, yes. you know, there's a lot of people that are in some sense you could think of it as a, as a preparation for their expansion uh, mm -hmm. learning all of this material is this material now uh, is this work we're doing and, and, and spiritual consciousness in general is becoming more widely understood um, not so much from the religious perspectives in the past, but now coming more from a, well, we are an infinite consciousness. Uh, we have, you know, a spiritual self and that's what's really kind of making everything happen. Uh, that's that's now becoming quite widely understood in uh, in all circles of life, you know, all corners of our world. So people are getting primed and prepared, I think, to to start to do the inner work and to do the work that's going to. Because I will say this: we automatically heal back to ourselves. We're like our body self heals if you cut it. Uh, we're an infinite consciousness that when when allowed to, will heal us back into our infinite self, our right. infinity. It's our traumas, it's our um, beliefs, it's our stories, it's all of the judgments that we're holding, us versus them, and, and, and our, you know, you're better than me, or I'm better than you, or whatever kinds of things we're holding. That bundle of charge is what's keeping us away from who we already are. And so our healing and our journey that we're all really on individually and collectively, because you can see this as a group of people in a nation, they, you know, will be at a certain prevailing terrain based on all of their collective beliefs. As we, as we start to surrender these, these, you know, hard edged, you know, like I remember George Bush saying, you see, you're either with us or against us. I mean, I couldn't be more clear yeah. common if you wanted. And if you're holding those <laughs> kinds of beliefs, you are like a rubber band stretched away from yourself with a lot of tension. So yeah, you're, you're being held in a place because you've got a lot of charge. If you really believe that there is a separation between you and someone else, then you're not yet back at infinity because when you get to infinity, you realize that there is no division. There is no separation between you and every other atom in this universe, whether it's in the carpet or in the desk in front of you or in your jeans or the person next to you or whatever you're looking at all of these atoms are communicating simultaneously from the same place and we are all that same group of atoms and so when that's you, so profound when you oh. really get that <laughs> that there is nothing different and you can connect into anyone anywhere i can i can douse people across the planet i can i can tap into any any piece of matter anywhere in the universe because it's all there simultaneously you just have to focus that's that's what's really available to us but we have to realize and take responsibility for the fact that, yes, it's all me. And therefore, I have to love all of it as me. There is no you're with us or against us or us or them or any of that. And any time you're holding that, that's what's keeping you mm -hmm. at a terrain apart from your infinite self. Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> um, so I was wondering, because I asked this with all my guests towards the end, in the next five years... Where do you see the Ten Terrains model taking the both of you? Where do you see it being or advancing? Well, we're, I'm, my vision for it is to have it be widely available and, and understood in the world to the point of a critical mass, if you will, 
to where this becomes a conversation that people are having in all professions, because this applies really to all walks of life, families, yeah. you know, nations, political systems. People people have this this, this grounding, and for that to happen, we're we're evolving courses and uh, creating online communities and and doing what we can to support uh, getting this work out. But it's this this is a, this is fundamental spiritual training this is a fundamental teaching that needs to come to the world at this time spirits brought it through us very clearly to me now to to get to the world so my my vision my hope my my dream is to have this to to be able to serve uh to serve in that way and, and get this wide widely out there and for me i'm just really passionate about people having compassion compassion for themselves yes compassion for themselves and where they're at in their own journey, whatever terrain they're at. They want people around the world to have access to this information so they can go, wow, where I'm at right now is amazing. And I'm, there's a reason why I'm here and there's things I can contribute to the world from here and there's lessons for me here and this is exciting and to not beat themselves up, but also to have compassion for other people because they may have people in their life at a different terrain to them and the frustration that we can get trying to talk people to our point of view and try and convince them. And sometimes when you understand where that person's coming from, oh, they're just at a different terrain terrain to me now I understand that terrain I can support them in their choices yes, exactly. be more appreciative of them and be more accepting of where they're at and not try and badger them to change and see things my way a lot more harmony will come into the world and Agreed. I feel that as people start to really understand this model and have compassion for themselves also I can start to play out on a, on a planetary level that um, you know, different groups can have compassion for each other because they're coming from different terrain. Because if we don't have understanding, it's very hard to have compassion. When we understand where someone's coming from, we go, oh, I can imagine what it would be like to walk in their Absolutely. shoes. They're actually at a different, they're at a different point in their journey than I am. Okay. So for me, I'm, I really hope that five years from now, enough people understand this around the world, at least to some level where they've, they've maybe read the book mm -hmm. or they've watched some videos or they've done a course or they've talked about it with friends at a party. So the people around the world know as much, know this as if they would know their personality type or their star sign or um, or their human design or something like that. So they can so so it's just common knowledge. And I look forward to the time where I walk into a room and people tell me their star sign, they tell me their terrain, they tell me the personality type, and it's just as well known. And it's really useful information for me because then I can go, okay, they're an extrovert, so I can speak <laughs> in a really funny. in a really fun way with them, and and they're. At, they're at diamonds, so this is the kind of thing they're going to relate to. And okay, I better not say this kind of stuff because it might freak them out. But this kind of stuff will really land with them. And it just makes life so much easier. I, I find it so so much easier. And and it doesn't take that much to understand this. Like we always suggest to people to start by doing the quiz first yeah. at tenterrains.com to find it to find out your own terrain. Particularly if you feel like you're someone who's constantly misunderstood and no one understands you. And and once you find out your result, it might explain a lot. And then um, we're going to start to set up a community where people can connect with other people at the same terrain as them, especially if they're in a part of the world where there aren't that many people at their terrain. And we always suggest that people get our, the report that you can get after you do the quiz. It's a 40-page report, and it just goes into a lot of detail about where you're at right now at this point in your journey. And these things can help you in your career choices and your health choices and your relationship issues. And then once you've really read that and you've sat with it and you really understand your own terrain, that's the best place to start, then we suggest you start to learn about the other nine terrains so that you can start to recognise them in people in your lives and in movies you watch and in music you listen to and in political leaders. Oh, so that would, would be very helpful, that... I think, for people right now. Yeah, <laughs> so we... 
exactly. So we, we suggest that the best way to do that is to read our book, Introducing the Ten Terrains of Consciousness, and just subscribe to our YouTube channel. We have lots of videos we're making, and we are in the process of developing an online course just to help people learn this stuff more deeply. Fantastic. So we're going to be, once you, do the, once you do the quiz, then you're on our mailing list, and we can let you know when we have courses and other materials. And are up. you guys on Instagram? We're not on Instagram, but we are on Facebook we and Twitter. Facebook. We, we do have Instagram accounts, but we haven't no, we activated don't. them yet. <laughs> um, I would, I, Let's just say we're not on Instagram. I would like to just, sure. uh, for your listeners, uh, spell out 10 terrains yes, just so that please. they know. It's T-E-N-T-E-R-R-A-I-N-S.com. And as Tani's been saying, uh, we have links to everything there. So that's the place to really start to go to the videos, to go to our social media, to go to ordering the book, to get the quiz, watch the video we have on the website. We actually have a two hour video presentation for people who don't like reading books. It basically covers a lot of the stuff from the book in a, in a visual presentation. So that's oh, also a nice. Do you have a hashtag? Yeah. Did I see that correctly? Ten ter hashtag 10 terrains, right? Yeah, we do have that. So you always feel free to use that or search on that hashtag 10 terrains. I tend to put that in most of my tweets and Facebook yes, posts. Yes, because I will because be posting we often that. Post. <laughs> yeah, cool. Yeah, it's really fun. It's really fun doing it on social media. There was a period where we were, every time we saw something happening in the world from a certain terrain, we would you know, tweet that and everything. We're not doing that so much at the moment because we're putting energy into our YouTube channel. Yeah. But we are, we do still do daily posts on Facebook and Twitter just to give examples of things happening. That's great. You know, different kinds of movies, different kinds of quotes, different kinds of famous people who may have been at a terrain. And one of the things that we've done is we've made a little booklet about famous people in history and which terrain they were at. Oh, and history buffs people, will love that. Yeah, and people who do our report, do our quiz and get their report, that's a free gift that they get about a week later. I think we send that out to them. And, no, it comes with the report. Oh, does it? It comes with the report. Okay, it comes with the report. Anyway, the point is it's a really fun booklet because you can actually look at these groups of people in history and they're all amazing and they're all people that we all look up to and we all admire but they are all at different terrains. And when you look, say, at the group of people at Diamond or the group of people at Square, you kind of go, well, they really are all coming from the same place, even though one's in the arts and one's in the sciences and one was a political leader and one was an inventor. You can kind of see when you look at this group, wow, they really were coming from the same place. And it's actually a really nice way to really get it. You really start to get it when you look at that booklet. Mm -hmm. Thank you guys so much for coming on. I really had fun and I... I learned a lot about it and I can't wait for my community to hear this and just reap all the benefits from taking the quiz and see and bring this out to everybody. So thank yeah. you so much. Well, we appreciate your enthusiasm. Of course. Thank you, thank so you much Tony. For letting us share this with you. It was really, yes, we, we get, we get so excited when we get to talk about it because it's such new material. And each time we introduce it to someone, we just feel so privileged and excited. I'm the person. And you asked some really great you. questions. Uh, we, we were able to share some aspects of it that we generally haven't in the past. Thank so you. That was really great <laughs> I've been told I asked some interesting, different questions. So I'm glad to you hear that. You do. Yeah, you do. Beautiful. Well, have a great rest of your day, and I will speak to you soon. Thank you so much. Thanks, okay. Davina. Take care. Thank Take you. Care. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. See care. ya.